Oh, January! Not that far. Oh, I mean, it's, you know, seven six, months, and yeah, then you gotta... But for a game like this... I was you gotta say, take into consideration. Six to seven months is a good... If you told me holiday... Well, are we recording? Like, yeah, we're recording. If you told me holiday 2022, I'd be like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. You gotta take into consideration the necessary drift, which is the delays that yeah, will inevitably right. happen. But how often, look- are, how often are From Software games delayed? Almost never. That's what I mean. Like, I feel Have like... Have they been... Maybe Sekiro I, had like a small one, like a month or something. I can't remember if they did, but I mean, it's, it's it obviously not wasn't bad enough Exa- that we, uh, we we remember it exactly. Um, what a way to kick off episode two hundred and seventy-five of the TZR podcast. Welcome. My name is Justin. Just mute it. Uh, yeah. Wow, dude, that Justin. was awesome. I don't know. I'm joined by Justin Chow. Oh, right. Man, I don't I'm know. still reeling from that. That's, I know that wow, trailer was that so was good. great. And I'm also joined by Alex Shock. Yes, just the boyos today. And we just Boys. watched the uh, trailer for Elden Ring. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, dude. That was uh, pretty miraculous. I would, I'm, I've not been excited for... No, I say that all the fucking time. I say that all the Look, time. Look, but, but this is... That is super exciting. These are legit quality games. This isn't like... The, From Software doesn't do a rinse and repeat type thing. Like, they have their core stuff. Well... Yeah. They have their core stuff. <laughs> but it's, it's a new experience every time and it's always so rich okay. yeah i mean to a lot of people like you know so we saw this at the tail end of the summer games fest stream uh hosted by jeff Keeley. it's kind of the first of a series of events that will take place over this week this is obviously the week of e3 um and for a lot of people elden ring was the game that they were looking to see like a lot of people were like you know expecting like thinking that it was never going to happen or something like there just wasn't enough information about it so yeah. like to see it to kick off the entire week of e3 yeah it's a pretty fucking big title to see and man definitely impressed like uh, the things that struck me right away were uh obviously new setting i mean everything kind of has that sort of dark soulsy high fantasy sort of sure. feel but uh you could tell that there was it, it was different you know what i mean i could see how this new like open world version of it's going to work um, not sure how to feel about the mounts. Mounts can either be great or they can totally suck. So I'm, I'm I just, not sure about that. I just love in all of their games. There's there's always that root of Dark Souls, but like Sekiro or Bloodborne, they'll add this new mechanic to the world, or they'll they'll have an idea for how they want the game to flow, and then they go all in. Yeah. So yeah. you'll have those bones of Dark Souls, mm. but like they just always execute it really well. Yeah, and there was like a few like. I, I don't know. Even the things that they do best, I love seeing how they up their own ante. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Specifically with like uh, we were talking about the monster designs and yeah. stuff. And like I I don't know anybody who does it better than them when it comes to crazy ass monsters. And it's like you don't really know how crazy it's going to get. But like in Sekiro, like the first time you see the snake is like holy shit. You know what I mean? And then like in this game, there's like I, I don't even know. Like I'm, the the horse the horse elk flying thing that was probably the most like what the hell like how do you even fight that it's feeling a lot like uh shadows of the colossus-esque enemies plus the uh like it's just the difference in like the size of the characters does does any other developer do like atmosphere like this you know not only do they do have really good monster designs but their voice acting which is always underestimated in games and can really annoy all of us i know we've all complained about different games having poor voice acting they always crush it, and they all everything about the game draws you into the world without even having a true story. Yeah, what's what's gonna sound weird is it's not it, to me. It's not even like setting; it's more like tone. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like there's there's like this certain just undertone of like yeah. this is how this game like it, it's a feeling that carries you through. Like setting is like does this 
does this feel like sure. I'm in this area? This is like, do I feel kind of uneasy, a little curious, a little confused? You know what I mean? It's like, weird to draw these similarities, but it is like true to think that some so- uh, from software is almost they're like masters in this specific type of grim, dark yes. atmosphere. Like you, you look at like Tim Burton, and you're like that man's a genius. Then you look at from software stuff and line them all up. These guys have hit a feeling that no studio, I feel like, they try to, but they drive it home and they drive it like very solid. And that's, yeah. and that's a really good point because not only do they do it well, but they basically created a genre, Dark right. Souls-esque games is yeah, a common yeah. saying these days, but no one else does it equal or better. Like there many, are get, many have tried. Many yeah. have tried, and some of them you're like, Okay, this yeah. was a okay, good try. Surge, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That sometimes was, that was I mean, bad. It's funny when you when you see these copycats come out. I mean, sometimes the copycats do a really good job, but it's, they just don't feel. It's like the same reason why we're like we look at games like Splatoon versus say like Knockout City, right? It's yeah. like you st- and like Fortnite falls in mm-hmm. that category. It's like there's a aesthetic that you understand that you see from face value, and then there's like an aesthetic and a tone and a brand and a feeling that goes way deeper than that. Mm-hmm. That if you're not aligned on, it doesn't hit right. And yep. From software does it so well. Well, and I think that's why their games in particular are so uh, lauded after, and why why these gaps, right? Like we haven't had anything since Sekiro, and like they like justify Sekiro was game of the year two years ago, and all this sort of stuff. So like people are, you know, when that's not part of like the zeitgeist if there's not something presently happening in that world you know it feels like there's an emptiness right yeah um which is funny because emptiness is one of the words that i would describe this like tone that yeah, dark souls provides right you just know you're getting and it's it's kind of rare these days you when you play a from game you know you're getting a unique experience like yeah. they're mm-hmm. not copying anyone maybe they'll borrow some elements or like yeah. they'll be inspired by something but you go in there you're in for just this weird, like just at its core, it's like just, grotesque. Yeah, it's it's its own thing. It you're it's so immersive, yeah. and they're almost always successful in what they're trying to do with their own vision. You know, yeah. and you really respect that when you play it. I realized that I did glaze over Demon Souls remake. I know you, which, say, yeah. Which but like it, it's not from from you know. You, but. you know what's cool about <laughs> Demon Souls remake? And actually, I'll be curious to see how this translates into Elden Ring. But Demon Souls, obviously a remake, you know what I mean, from way back when. But uh, visually, performance-wise, un- unmatched. There's yeah. no other game in this entire genre that nailed visuals and performance as well as that game did. And I'm wondering if Elden Ring is going to match that. Because this is fundamentally a different game. We're talking about an open-world game, right? Where as Demon Souls is more of like a level based i don't know what you would call it like hub world based yeah know. yeah um basically yeah it, not like one sprawling thing right so that's one element of it and the other thing is like demon souls got that way because of blue point right blue point is the they do the remasters right the, yeah, all of the other ones uh medieval and shadow of the Colossus and all of yeah. that sort of stuff um so i'm wondering if they were the ones that really like pushed it over the edge and if from is going to be able to match that performance on ps5 and xbox um, I imagine this will be. Oh, it was cross console. It showed at the end. It was cross console. So, yep. yeah, in January twenty second, twenty first. Uh, yeah, twenty twenty first. I don't remember seeing that many twos. Mid-January. It was uh, <laughs> January twenty first, twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah. So, which is closer than I thought it would be. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't expecting a release date at all. It's it's funny. I tend to get. 
you know, Justin, you made a good point where it's like, you know, we should go into this expecting some sort of delay or something. Cause I mean, that's, yeah, that's what the industry has taught us this, you know what I mean? This is a learned behavior. At There's this a point. drift to every turn guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's it. Um, but there's part of me that feels like this is a more appropriate window to announce something. Because typically, if something's announced like years ahead of time, yep. like you see that hype curve fall down. But like January is close enough where it's like that's not crazy to me. You know what I mean? That you know what it feels like. Feels like when Cyberpunk told us their launch date on E3 2001, the fuck ever, with <laughs> yeah. fucking that guy Neo. That guy. (laughs) To to be fair, Elden Ring was announced in 2019. It was, but like first uh, showing of a release date. You know what I mean? Like sometimes they're like 20. Yeah, you're right. Didn't didn't this happen with? uh, Oh God! Surely one of the games that we'll see uh, coming up, where they were like, oh yeah, 2024 or something ridiculous. Yeah, don't even. Was that Pragmata? Maybe the the Capcom weird space game that almost looked like Death Stranding. Oh, I don't know. Oh, and so Justin, you did not see. Uh, I, I, so for everybody who's listening, I was only able to watch the first. Uh, I don't even know about half. It's you like, watched all the good stuff. When did I? Was that it? It was all terrible after that. Yeah, really? by the time you left, it was all like recaps, expansions, totally useless interviews with developers that no one's ever heard of. It was. Uh, I think it was when they did the uh, Death Stranding. Uh, what happened after they did the live performance of the woman singing? Do you remember that? I honestly don't remember. Yeah, any neither do I. I remember Jeff Goldblum and oh, Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum and Ryan Reynolds both being kind of like, "Oh, you're gamers. Well, do you like movies? Yeah, well, was, how do you talk of gamers? That's really awkward. Will you stop it, guys? Come on. Yeah, I I don't know when they're going to realize you know, that we don't care about just, celebrities. Dude. Side note: I I do find it funny that Jeff Keeley, he's de- he's. You can tell he's totally passionate about this, and mm-hmm. like I, yeah, I like he wants it to be good. I like him for that. Yeah, I'm not sure he's getting any better at this. No. Like, I don't think he's getting any better at being but, a host. But you know what? There's part of me that's like kind of fine he's got with energy. that, and that's like, what I, and that's what I mean. Right. I just he's a, he's a character now. Yes. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like when we used to have the the big CEOs, the Reggie Fizemis of the yes. world, right? It's like you kind of know what to like. The second uh, Reggie Fizeme takes the stage, you're like. I know what I'm in for. And when Jeff Keighley takes the stage, it's kind of like a little like grown, yeah. but like, I, I don't know. He's been in the public eye in this capacity for so long that I almost view his presence as like endearing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And like I, he's part of the old guard that's still there. You who know? actually, you know what? And it's good because I think that means that we at least trust him enough to go forward in this industry and into the future with this industry on our behalf. I, I like that you use the word trust. I think you're totally right about that because yeah. that, that really is what it is. Like, you know, he might do stupid things like, you know. Wear Kingdom Hearts shoes. Sure. Or or like have Jeff Goldblum go on some fucking weird t- tear about and then, it. And then pretend to laugh. At yeah. Is it like whatever, right? <laughs> Thanks, But like Bloom. the key yeah. is, is that he's trying and I think his intentions are very honest, which is why it feels like we can trust him because it's like. You know, I'm sure if he could drop, like, the next ridiculous Nintendo exclusive, he would, right? But I think seeing seeing him able to get Elden Ring, yeah. that's a big... Like, that's FromSoft and Bandai Namco being like, we trust you to do this. We know your platform is going to be big enough where, like, this is going to be a worthy platform that's a good for point. what will be one of the biggest... So the industry is also trusting him. Yeah. And, yeah, and, I, and I definitely not a knock on him. I just, like... I almost 
I respect that he's going out there and he's trying. Like, yeah. I do not think this is his strength, but he's putting himself out there every single time. Yeah. And, like, putting on this show. And I think he's doing a great job. Yeah. Um, and I, I like even after Eldering, he was visibly relieved. He was like, I'm out of jail. Yeah. Because he was, <laughs> because he's been, I'm sure he's been getting hounded about. There's been so many rumors about Eldering coming out on his show. Yeah. And now he can finally just, yes, here it um, is. Let's stop. Frick it. Don't bother me anymore. Yeah. And this definitely was like the rumor. Like everyone was saying like Jeff Keighley, like he's got Elden Ring. Like we, like we know that that's going to be the w- case. Was and this actually, the leaked trailer? I'm sorry. So this, there are many parts. I was going to mention this actually. Neither of you guys, you watched the leaked trailer, right? I watched it. The, the really shitty quality one? Maybe. Yeah. So this had many elements of it. Like yeah. the, the weird, like fat long arm guys that were dragging the chariot like right. that was definitely in that um but i feel like that was just they probably took pieces of that trailer and then like refined it into this that's what it looked which, like honestly this was a very good trailer compared to a lot of the other shit that we saw there were some bad trailers in that thing Can, what did it when you were watching chow yeah i thought the beginning of it was fine but i don't remember what it was and the whole middle which was like an hour and a half or an hour uh-huh. um was bad and it wasn't good. Yeah. Wait, so Summer Game Fest was like an hour and a half? It was two hours. Maybe a little was, bit longer than that. Wow. No, it was more than two hours because you thought it was going to end. It started at two and it ended right before four. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he said it was going to be an hour and a half. Okay. And I, ta- I timed it from two to three, but I think he wasn't counting like the 15 minutes of rambling. Interesting. So, so what happened in the middle? Like where I, wa- I watched all of the stuff up until... Yeah, probably. Same. What happened in the middle was like they interviewed the character designer from Overwatch Two, and like they didn't show any gameplay; they just showed like a character model. They showed and just sk- spun it around skins. Yeah, yeah. They showed like uh, that Stranger Things characters are coming to smite, and like just and like there was this one trailer for the shooter game uh, Escape from Tarkov that was like a three three to five minute trailer of just nothing. Like it was it was really and before whatever. each one of these, every skin, every like gameplay demo it said world premiere at the beginning yeah. and it was yeah. just, liz actually made a, a good comment where she's like i think they're getting a little too liberal with saying world premiere like you're not gonna say world like there was a story trailer for monster hunter stories 2 which like we already knew that that game existed like it was announced but this trailer was well that that's oh exactly my what god like, get I, over yourself that's yeah. not what it means yeah oh i think the, god. i would I say the highest Go for it. I would say the highlight, my highlight of the middle crap was uh, they had a Tales of Arise, like yes. a, the new Tales, like the Tales Symphonia. Oh, Tales. yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. And that looked cool. Yeah, it okay. did look cool. It, it looks like cool. a, a solid Tales game. It, nice. was, it was more so cutscenes than gameplay. Like, yes. I, 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 we were saying that we. I still want to see, like, actual gameplay. Like, I want to know what it's like to move around in the world, get into a battle, complete that battle, and then continue moving. We did not see that. Was it uh, all pre-rendered stuff? They no, showed flashes it, of, like, combat. and It looked like it was in-engine, but it was, like, the parts of the combat were, like, yeah. the equivalent of, like, limit breaks or something. Right. You know yeah, I, mean? I see, I see. Okay. Um, but the style was cool. Like, to me, it had, like, your cla- like if you can picture Tales of Symphonia or Tales of Vesperia, that sort of cel-shaded anime bright look. But a little yeah. bit more this, mature, less this, cartoony. This had this sort of storybook overlay, like, more muted colors. It looked a little bit more matured or something i don't know yeah. it had a nice look to it that mm. pulled it to tie it together a little bit more it's almost like if uh it's like uh old tales games like tales of symphonia they're in like sixth grade and then tales of vesperia yeah. they're in like eighth grade mm. and this game they're in like you know 
12th grade. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? interesting. Like, it seems like it, it's more They look more like real people, too. They're not sort of like little yeah, chibi like, anime like characters. Yeah, like an actual or... like anime. Okay. Um, I do want to draw attention to this one tweet uh, before we move off of Elden Ring, where Jeff Keighley followed... He's, he tweeted first, and he said, I want to personally thank From Software for the honor of reintroducing uh, Elden Ring. And then this was his follow-up tweet, which I really liked. He said, what you may not know... Uh, Miyazaki-san is the director yep. um, from From wanted to place it at the end of the show as a reward for fans who watched the whole event and to use the anticipation to lift up and elevate all of the other games throughout the showcase a true class act that, wow that's an interesting that's an interesting thing because he He's, knew oh. that everyone knew that that game was the rumor right and he and Jeff even started the event by saying you're not ready for what's coming at the end of this. Like he hyped it right at the start. So that's fascinating. It's like their attempt to, to raise combat. All ships. Well, to raise all ships one for sure in the gaming industry, but then also to combat like general, I don't know, normal public like reactions to things like to watch part of a thing or skip through it or like speed up through it or whatever. Like first and trailer's like, Elden Ring and they're like, cool, I'm out. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I came here what I want. I, I want to leave. It's interesting. It's like, yeah, I guess everything for the weekend too for E3. It's like watch everything. Like, well, that's that's the other thing. It's to, like that also sets the pace for every other event right. that's coming. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I watch every freaking credit scene now thanks yeah. to Marvel movies. <laughs> it's you true, bitches. What, it's true. One question about Elden Ring. I'm a little confused where the tie-in to Game of Thrones comes in. Well, I don't think it's a tie-in to Game of Thrones. I think it's just George R. R. Martin wrote a part of the story oh is that it yeah oh. i thought it took quite maybe it was sort of misquoted when it first came out i thought it was sort of part of the universe you no, know I, I i know right i know that the announcement like... that you're talking about i think it said uh like storyboard by george R. R. martin from game of thrones in like big text yeah or something. and it, so i could definitely understand it that. was confusing back in that but this just looks like you know, new no, dark, new just, dark souls. Yeah, right. this is like you know, uh, new, new. gothic high fantasy. Yeah, like, this I, is like that's what it is. this is like from software saying, oh, by the way, uh, I know you guys like deep demon souls and dark souls, but we're gonna make whatever we want and call it whatever we want. Yeah, any other stories doesn't matter. Like Bloodborne, yeah, you like that, didn't you? Sekiro, you like that too. All right. I love Dude, it. I, I want to see Bloodborne get its like 60 FPS patch so bad. Everyone's talking about that. I would replay that game. If they made a Bloodborne 2, that'd be cool. I don't think yeah. it would ever happen. I love, I love that actually they're... Of course, I would love a Bloodborne 2, but I like that they just keep doing their own shit. Like, that's yeah. exciting. I mean, Sekiro made a huge splash, and that was, like again, its own thing. Granted, that was funded by uh, Activision. Activision paid uh, mm. from to be like, make us a Dark Souls game. And they're like, cool, here's Sekiro. Uh, but this is like Bandai Namco, which is like their it, their main publisher. It, so. it avoids the whole thing that I've talked about before, like sort of immediate. The novelty wears off on a series. Like for me, Gears of War. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first played, it's like, oh, cover based shooter, third person. Like it did all these new things. Then you play the second one, and you're like, well, this is still cool, but I've done all that already. Yeah. So it kind of it's already down a notch, mm-hmm. and I never feel that way with any from games what's cool about it is because like it's like you said before it's like you know sort of what the what the floor is right you know what i mean so like which is already pretty high so it's like you know you're going to be in for like an engaging gameplay experience but then you layer this like really cool new setting tweaked mechanics new bosses and it's like that's enough to be like yes like i like playing this type of game and now you've just given me all the reasons in the world to definitely be playing this game right so that was pretty rad yeah um first event of the week we've got like there was technically something else that 
kicked it off, but I forget what it was. No, th- this I'm sure was the first thing. Then Day of the Devs happened afterwards. I did not watch that. Um, and I then, thought there was like a EA or a Bethesda or a... Nah, that not yet. Right. Tomorrow is going to be Ubisoft and um, Gearbox. And then the day after that is going to be somebody else. Right. And then Sunday is Xbox. Monday is Nintendo. When's uh when's Sony on Saturday? What's that? When's Sony? There is no Sony. I mean, when is Sony planning on doing their thing? I thought they were planning on doing like no. Sony is not not participating in E3 this year. I thought it was going to be in uh Summer Game Fest. Oh, I see. Technically, the first thing that's collected in this E3 library was the Battlefield reveal trailer. Oh. Which was actually I didn't actually I didn't watch the whole thing, but I didn't watch it at all. It looked pretty cool. I'm not a Battlefield guy. I've never oh, been a Battlefield guy. For some reason, you said that and I thought of Call of Duty, and I was like, weren't we just talking about how the floor changes, like pictures underneath Jeff Keighley's feet, and we're like, is that a mo- is that a big TV screen? I think it was a screen. I think yeah. it was a screen. It was yeah. a screen. pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. cool stage. Damn, things you could do with LCDs now. I know. Pretty cool. Um, he was wearing better shoes this year. Yeah. I, well, in they, my opinion, I think he matched better. Honestly, better, the yeah. other better shoes, is the operative word. He the had other a pretty shoes, low bar. <laughs> the other shoes could have been fine if he just paired properly with the rest of his. Outfit. If he if he did the exact same thing he did this year, where had a if, blue he, shirt. if he had a blue shirt on Who to match fuck? his ridiculously blue shoes, but he had an all black black tie, black shirt, and just clown kingdom heart shoes i remember <laughs> laughing at all the people who used to read people magazines for like the oscars like outfits is that what we've become yes <laughs> <laughs> I damn just, it <laughs> it was it only stood out to me for how ridiculous it was right i think he looked fine today he, yeah, had he looked fine sort of like gray and pink and light blue shoes he but they he, yeah he had the pink shirt and that matched their freaking logo the right. summer games fest and yeah. whatever which is also a funny thing because i noticed all of these logos nowadays are going into weird pink purple blues hues like we're talking instagram and like messages yeah. and like all like some yep. of the other companies that we've been like learning about and talking to like they're all using the same type of hue it's like everybody wants to get in on that social media like gradient now yeah. i would love to see because it's it's totally changed even over the past almost year to year right yeah. where things just the hue so of things subtle. just totally changes right oh yeah and uh yeah now I, now we're more pastelly like later there's a cool video on this i'll send you this video okay later. cool uh, yeah actually, i like that that'd be fascinating it's on like the, how how like logos are becoming more simplified oh yeah we talked about stuff. that yeah it's really it's really weird um but yeah so i'm glad that there's nothing <laughs> else that's like hugely important that's happening until sunday because my yeah. sister's getting married on saturday and i'm gonna yeah. be totally indisposed that whole day um but sunday is gonna be really cool because that's uh xbox and square and i'm pretty excited about both of those yeah, yeah. xbox i mean we'll probably actually see. it's funny I'm sorry to no, cut no. you off, but you were we were talking about like how Sony wasn't going to be a thing. For some reason, I thought Sony was going to do a state of play somewhere like maybe a week later before, but apparently not. I but don't think, I don't think they have to do anything at this point because like they did their like isolated Horizon Direct, uh, you know, and then they have a big game coming out tomorrow, right? Which is uh, Ratchet oh, yeah. and Clank, you know. I forget about that. And, and also then, Final Fantasy just dropped. Um, yeah, and we know that God of War is like on the horizon, so there's on the horizon, hmm. but there's a. Uh, so to me, it's like I feel like if they f- they're in a position where they could opt out, right. and it's not that big of a deal. It's like not going to hurt them in any way. You but know? I thought it was interesting that Shu <clears throat> Shuhei Yoshida Hei Yoshida yeah came onto the onto the screen to talk to everybody about stuff. Yeah, so he he's the head of their like indie game stuff. 
Yeah. Um, but that's like the only thing that I guess PlayStation will be making an appearance in this weekend besides some of the logos yeah. behind so, some games. Low key, and this is really interesting. Um, Stride, right? Yeah. They are the representatives for uh, the. Oh, wait. You, you saw that part of it, right? Uh, with Shuhei Yoshida? Uh, which part? Like the announcements that he made throughout it? Uh, he made like Salt and Sanctuary. Yes. Yeah. So that game, Salt, uh, Salt and Sacrifice is the new one. Stride is the uh, PR oh, company. Oh, that's awesome. So like they were stoked about that place. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was cool. Good for Rob Brown. He's killing yeah, it. They're are, doing awesome. Are they making like a Salt? Is that their... What? Is that their name for their games now it's salt and something yeah it's, going forward. it's like souls salt, like, salt yeah. is like the it's like the the souls games it's like yeah, a, an I mean, element in it you know all right that's their thing uh i just wanted to, i knew there were a few more things that were announced that were pretty cool at the beginning of summer games Fest. metal slug tactics so that that, that looks awesome actually looks really cool that was that probably really like that Here's the like I love Metal Slug in yeah. general. I'm not like you know this diehard fan. I don't have all the games or whatever. But like that's a game that I've always liked to play when it's in front of me. I like the characters. Fio is like mm-hmm. my favorite. The girl, right? Um, so just seeing that that franchise is continuing. Yeah. Or is that weird? No, no. I looked at Alex <laughs> for a split second. He looked at me, and then we both looked at each other again, being like, "Why did you look at me?" And I'm like, "Why?" We, I, <laughs> It was very weird. And yeah. I was like, well, did something happen? Well, we- yeah. Anyway, that was weird. Continue. But, uh, Sorry, Fia. But yeah, no. So like Metal Slug just in general is a really cool yes. uh, franchise. And it's like it has its own very unique visual style. And, you know, it's been around for like decades. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I grew up playing that so hard. For, oh, my God. First yeah. of all. Oh but I grew up playing with that, playing out with my brother. Just for whatever reason, we had that random game. And it's just it has its own cool style and it's just a classic game yeah it's a, it's a lot of fun so to see that in this new like contextualized thing and all the sound effects are the yeah. same and like the ridiculous uh animations and the stuff. pixel the pixel art is like relatively within the same totally right it's like in there like kind of perfectly the they death just, animations are exactly the same but that's like, amazing but like isometric now yeah i don't know why it's like so ugh, that art style was always so interesting i just never really got into metal slug well, i should though what's wicked hard. I, I beat this whole game to death and I, I can't remember the name of it it's the sequel to not the sequel, but uh, the game after FTL. What was that called? Oh, uh, Into the Breach. Yeah, Into the Breach. I loved Into the Breach. Mm-hmm. Uh, simple, S- yeah, similar simple tactics type game there. like this, and I love games like this. Just to pick up and play, and it's sort yeah. of it's small. Yeah, it's not like that war something on switch i'd probably oh uh wargroove 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 was just too slow and it took like, it took forever took... each game took forever but yeah. this is you know nine by nine or something or maybe a little bit bigger than that but you know it's just i like those games that are sort of a nice small yeah, tactical a little more yeah. concentrated yeah this is definitely to me like a switch game like yeah. there's part of me that almost wishes there was a console that was even smaller than the switch <laughs> that i could like you know like a game switch light no, like a Game Boy, like something oh, like yeah, yeah. kind of like you know, right? Take it, you know, keep it in my pocket. Go to the bathroom. Take it's funny play, because that, play one stage, put it back in my pocket. It's funny because like I think the 3DS XL, it like surface area wise, it's like really not that much more shy of like the Switch right now. And I feel like I, uh, I don't take advantage of the portability of the Switch like ever. Yeah, no, me neither. There's there's times when I was playing Bravely Default like yeah. a lot. Um, I would be playing in such long stretches that I'd be like, man, I really got to like take care of business. And then like I would start walking away and I was like, oh, wait a minute. And then, would just, <laughs> and then I'd come back and Yo. like take it off and be like, all right, nice. That's well, hilarious. I mean, it yeah. was when I was commuting into the city. Uh, I didn't do it all the time because uh, it was sort of embarrassing to play a lot of games for me. 
on a train in a public setting. I never really enjoyed that. Hey, Stephanie, look at that fucking nerd <laughs> over there playing his video games. Take, taking out my uh, my Zelda uh, case, you know, the, the weird... <laughs> like, uh, like, I had that too. The, yeah. What is he, like 30? He's still playing games? <laughs> Jesus. But... Into the Tim, look at this guy. <laughs> look at this guy. Yes, I feel like that. But too. but yeah. into the, into the breach and these smaller experiences, I really enjoyed for that commute. Yeah. Um. And like I had the time, I was able to pull it up and really focus on that. Yeah. Um. I wasn't able to. It didn't <laughs> feel as right to do Breath of the Wild or like a bigger experience on this tiny screen. Yeah. You but, know what's funny? What so a loser. <laughs> so, what? Total Stephanie. Uh, uh. So we. It's funny that you say that because we got um. My brother-in-law, we got him a Switch Lite for his birthday or for Christmas, like last year or something, and we gave him um, a couple of games with it, Breath of the Wild. Included. I forgot that was a thing. Yes. Yeah. So uh, it's funny because like when whenever we talk to him about uh, playing the Switch and stuff, so he's had the Switch Lite for like literally over a year at this yeah. point. Um, and the the first game we gave him was Breath of the Wild. Like here you go. This is the combo you need. This is the best game on the system, and you know. Except for maybe Mario Odyssey. Nope, you're but, right uh, the first time. But he has not played <laughs> Breath of the Wild at all on it. Oh wow! Because he's like, he's like, this game just seems too big. Yeah. For this thing, when you're on the little so joy- he- joysticks and you're like beep 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 beep, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> yeah, no. So all he's played on it is uh, Tetris 99, which, by the way, he max leveled Tetra- Tetris 99. Wow. Which is fucking ridiculous. Wait, does that not come with it? You can't dock that. Is that its thing? Undockable. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So so this is what I'm saying. So like he played that and he played Mario Tennis for a little while, just like short, like little blast experiences. But he was like, I just can't like mentally get around playing Zelda on this thing because it's it's too big a game for too small of a device. Like, right. Every so often I'll go through like, the Google that. Play Store to try to find like a some mobile game to just pass the time. Mm-hmm. There are a shit ton of like highly reviewed like 3D games. Mm-hmm. Can't do it on my phone. Like yeah, no there's way. a barrier there that I just. I, I cannot do like it's so much more of a simple experience. Anything that's not a puzzle game or something that I can complete in like under ten seconds, yeah. Yeah. I'm just not really into. I remember I tried to play that game like Sword and Sorcery mm-hmm. or whatever. You you know the one I'm yeah. talking about with the weird pixel guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I tried to play that game and I'm like I have to be too geared into this and I don't want to be playing yeah. a game yeah. on this screen. Like, I can't do anything story based. Yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely not. Only if it's like, for instance, like the whole uh, which one, Occidental Heroes and whatnot. Like, there are some only story-based driven apps that are out there. That's and, not story. Ba- that has a story. I mean, it's kind of. But that's like a it's like a roguelike almost. Type. Yeah, I guess it's it's dressed up with a nice like story elements to it. But I suppose it's not like a long-winded like story game. Every yeah. so often, I will get that. There's sort of a text-based RPG adventure. Yeah. Those what, are kind of fun. What's your number one, number one mobile game in the, in your pantheon of mobile games that you've played? Wow. Great question. Number one. I can tell you the one that most impressed me, but it's not really I'm a saying game. your number one. You can't download yeah. a game on your phone ever again except this one game. What do you uh, It would probably be, because I don't care about any of them, it would probably be, uh, the, it's like that digital text adventure. What yeah, I think I still have it. Yeah, it like so the game is interesting because you get to literally you, got a, you don't even know the name of it. AI Dungeon? 
AI dungeon. That's there you it. Go. Yeah, I think it was too big, and I had to. Oh no, I have it right here. AI dungeon. Yeah, AI dungeon. The premise is simple, right? Whatever game that you want, whatever kind of story you want, you can like pick a genre, pick a whatever, pick a character. You make your own character up. You can literally write in a couple of sentences, and the AI will literally read your sentences and report back to you what else happens. That's and then you write on top of that. You say what something, what somebody says. The AI dungeon will say something back to you so of what. So it's D and D. It's like, it's basically D and D. It's like story writing, except for it's like turn based, where you're writing with somebody else. So the other person, the AI, will write you a scenario of the next thing that happens, and then mm. the game is more of like a co- uh, collaboration than a game. It's gonna. Really. That's interesting. I can't even explain. Like, so I, you recommended this, and I played it, and I had a weird experience with it. Like it was good. I'm gonna have trouble explaining this. So I'm just gonna say with this top of my head, but. Like you play this thing and you're trying to direct the AI or you're mm-hmm. trying to tell it what it wants to do, but it will sort of go on tangents. Sometimes it will. You and it, if you pay though, it was almost like a. Does it get better if you pay for the subscription? They're like oh, holding out on you. Oh, it's and then I did the one week free subscription and I was like, this is amazing, and then delete my account. So anyway, because it was almost like a head trip. There was. It gets kind of crazy, right? It almost weirded me out. This it was hard to explain because. It was creating this story, and I was trying to flow with it, but then it moved in a different direction, and I, it was almost like a dream sequence. That's yeah. what it felt like, because it was just... That's a great way of that's exa- it. I, that's, that's exactly, exactly what it's what like, it is. because in dreams, you know, something happens, but then you turn to the left, and then you're like, oh, there's like a bunny over there, and you go... Then you walk that way, and now all of a sudden you're in a field, but it seems normal at the time. Because you're <laughs> right, in a dream. Exactly. And then you know you turn to your right, and Justin's there, but then we're playing Smash Brothers, and you're like, <laughs> this makes sense. But yeah. that's exactly what AI Dungeon yeah. does, where it's just sort of... So it's like easy to move somewhere, but easy to forget everything before. It, that it, the AI doesn't do a yes. good job with retaining some of the information yes. that you've gone through before. If you do pay for it, though, it okay. does it so in extremely well okay, to good. the point where but, it gets scary and it remembers things from other... Anyway, so, we don't have to talk about that. Because that weirded me out. Like... Yeah. I had it's funny. Yeah. It's really so, funny. Alice, what would you say is your number one mobile game? Uh, it's hard to remember them a lot of the time. Like, there was a... I don't know if you remember, there was sort of a... You had a party of characters, and you move sort of left to right, and you could... Almost like a tactics game, but you're moving uh, them around. Do you remember... Terra something? Maybe. It's like medieval, almost like... Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, sorcerer, yeah. and it's you... like kind of anime? I don't know if it's anime. I don't think it was anime, but they leveled up, and... Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't remember what that's called, so... So uh, you would remember your favorite game, though. The that was a one. long time ago, but lately I've been really enjoying that stupid Retro Bowl game. Yeah. Oh, it's still, it's still, still fun. It's yeah, just like, fun to jump in. and I mean, I love Sudoku and all these little puzzle games. But, yeah, yeah. Um, Retro Bowl is cute. Dungeon there's some, Village is cute. Uh, Battleheart? Oh, Battleheart! <laughs> that's the game! <laughs> that's what you're talking about. Oh, Battleheart! Battleheart! Yeah, that's, that's the game. That's the exact game. game I was talking I about. Too. Yeah. Battleheart, awesome game. That was really there's a second game. one. doesn't look as cool. Yeah, it's not as good. Anyway, yes. That's funny. And don't you say marvel or whatever because i know you played the shit out of that for a while which one didn't you weren't you like oh, in a like, clan and no star oh, wars it was a star wars no i hated that game okay like, <laughs> i i actually talked to somebody about that recently like I, that game that like and this is weird like i can point to very few points in my life that i was like that was one of the worst days of my <laughs> life and, I'm, I, and like this sounds uh, ridiculous but like when i was in the grips of that game i was never more stressed out and upset in my entire life than really? when i was playing that game in your like, entire life i'm dead serious it has su- it had such a weird grip on me because here's the thing i'm not an mmo person i don't yeah. i don't do that you know what i mean that's not that's not my world but when you get so far, you don't like into social that, obligations in a video game. I hate it. I, yeah, I hate it. So and, and in this game, so much of the progression is hinged on that. So like, yes, 
I, this like is not a, the game that I want to be talking about, but the, the way <laughs> the way that it progressed was like once you reach a certain point in it, the only way to advance yourself is you have to collaborate with a clan of people. But like the collaboration is not something simple. It's like you not only have to log in every day, but then you have to actively do things and you have to spend a certain amount of credits and you have to like really think about how you're spending your credits because if you spend them poorly, then like everyone in the clan will like like there was like one day <laughs> that I missed something and then everybody in the clan suffers. Literally every single one of them, their progress Social stops because I didn't and, log in. Yep. And I was like, fuck. What's the game this? name? Because I don't know if we said it. Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Yeah. Don't play this game. It's a terror. Like, I, I'm telling you, it is such a mistake. It is such a mistake. The, I think a big problem, too, is you can walk away from your TV or your computer. Yeah. You can't walk away from your phone, That's what really. Because it'll blow me. It, anyway, I hate that game. I would never play that game ever again. I can't remember why I talked about that recently, but it like really upset me when I started thinking about it. Wow. Um, my number one mobile game, a game that I love. <laughs> okay. A game that I love that I would totally go back to. It's kind of a tie. I really liked... Did you ever play Threes? Yeah, like the puzzle game? Yeah, with the cards that you swipe... I think so. Like, oh, you mean the numbers the and, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's probably one of the most simple games. It's pretty but satisfying. I really liked that game a lot. Um, but my number one, without a doubt, is Super Hexagon. I Yeah, you do love that game. all about Super Hexagon. I don't know what it is. I mean, it is very arcadey. That's why I'm like, when I yeah. think about you, I'm like, it is the most arcadey. It's very simple. It's like score chasing, but it also has a very good like feedback loop when you get them right mm-hmm. and you feel like the you're getting into a groove. Awesome. And, the, and, what's and cool the music, is like, I forgot. The music is so good. And like, there's... There's essentially six stages. There's essentially three stages, and then like a t- a difficulty tier up of those same three stages. Um, and once you play each of them, the whole point of it is to like last long. Have you ever played Super Hexagon? I think so, but I never really got into it. So the the point is, is like you're you're a small dot, and you either tap on the left side of the screen or the right side of the screen to rotate around a hexagon. Oh um, yeah, yeah. That's expanding out of the middle, and like usually one side or one or multiple sides are empty. So like you're just not trying to collide with the shape, right? Um, and the like each of the three levels throws distinct patterns at you, and like the the soundtrack is just infectious. Like once you start getting into it, like all you want to do is get a little bit. Yeah. Isn't it? It's almost kind of like an infinite runner. It is like an infinite runner, but it's like yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, eh, I don't know. It's more of like a puzzly. I don't know if it's a, like uh, I guess it does have it's, el- it's traits like based. an ace. Like yeah. your, your success is rated by how long you're able to survive, which is essentially an endless runner. But yeah. uh yeah, I love that game. That was my mobile game of choice. Sorry, that was a weird. Yeah, we're, we're like, E3 yeah. is like tomorrow. We're like mobile, mobile games. games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I, I just to kind of switch gears back. There was yeah. one more game that I wanted to mention yeah, from Summer yeah, yeah. Games Fest, and then we can mm-hmm. talk about whatever. But um, that Tiny Tina's whatever Gearbox, yeah, yeah, whatever. So I'm sure we'll hear more about that during Gearbox's thing tomorrow or whatever. Um, but yeah, so this was this is like so Tiny Tina's obviously a character from Borderlands. She's kind of like this loudmouth little girl who really likes games and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so oh, that it, little pixelated character. It's like cell shaded. Oh um, yeah. Um, but uh, yes, it's a uh, it's a, it looked exactly like Borderlands, but in like a high fantasy world. Yeah. With dragons oh, I'm and not shit. thinking about the same thing. Yeah, at yeah, all. yeah. All like, right, I'm back. Well, I'm back. Had, I'm back here. Did like Andy Samberg is the main character or something? Or yeah, in like, there, star-studded cast. Like yeah. as they start going through these names, yeah, it was like who was it? It was like Andy Samberg, the girl Wanda like, Sykes, Wanda Sykes, that girl Ashley Berg or whatever. Yeah. Um, just like a lot of like notable people. 
which is like interesting to see. I mean, I, I don't really like that's not what's going to sell me on a game. But right. It's just interesting that this many people would attach. Well, I thought it was a movie at first or something weird, but it, it was a game. Yeah. Mm. And then once it said Tiny Tina, I was like, oh, so it's Borderlands. And then when and then right afterwards, they're interviewing uh, Ashley. She's like, it's not Borderlands. Yeah. In there, you can have spells in this. I'm like, bitch, this is Borderlands. Like, <laughs> you know it's Borderlands. It's the exact same art style. It's a character from Borderlands. Yeah. This shit is Borderlands. You know? Um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I mean, I have fun with the Borderlands games. Uh, the last and- one was sorely disappointing. I wonder if they made it better yet. Three? Yeah. Like with uh, loading times oh, and all Jesus that crazy Christ. crap. Because yeah, that yeah, made I, it unplayable for I me. Had a lot I, of, I literally couldn't I, play it. I, I mean, outside of the loading times, I, don't, I had other issues with it. I've, yeah, I felt like it was the worst version of their storytelling yet. Yeah, which is like trying. I hate when things are trying to be funny. Like, on oh purpose. man, the side quests yeah. are just the, the humor. The, it wasn't. It's too forced. It's yeah. not natural. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't feel good. It's just like it was like the good things of number uh, of Borderlands Two was the like inside jokes that it had with its audience. But because well, feel- it was like it's, for whatever reason, I don't know how, but that game came off as more genuine. Yeah, this game came off as more like I'm trying to make you laugh Can't right be, now, and right. it's like just stop. Like, yeah, you know, uh. it, it rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, but uh, there were a lot of other games announced it, but I don't think there's really anything more of note or anything coming to mind. There were some cool things, but yeah, we don't really I mean, need to go through them. I don't think, right? Yeah, you know what it is? I'm going back to Borderlands really quickly. It's like Borderlands Two was like. Oh yeah, that's funny. Put that in versus this one is like, oh, they really liked those jokes where we did this thing. Focus on that feeling and yeah. reproduce more no, it's of like, those feelings. We haven't said something funny in the last twenty I, minutes, so let's say something funny right here, dude. <laughs> it's like when you watch like, uh, which one? Like two broke, two broke girls, or like any of those weird like sitcoms. It's like they're literally one person says a thing to start a joke for the other person to end it right. over and over and over yeah. again. Anyway, yeah. I don't know why I brought up that show. I didn't watch that recently, I swear. Don't judge. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I'm curious what you guys are playing on the lead up to E3. There's a new game that came out today. Uh, (laughs) I I thought it was coming out tomorrow. The uh, upgrade to Final Fantasy VII Integrade launched today. I I literally thought it was Friday with Ratchet, but uh, it came out last night. Downloaded all three of those, so tell me again. So, I got a PS4 and a PS5 version so of Final Fantasy 7. Now, open the PS4 version. Uh-huh. Then finish at the title... The plat- platinum. No, you don't no. necessarily have to. So, at the title screen, hit uh, upload save, and then just choose whatever save file. You can only do them one at a time, but uh, like you have to swap back and forth. So, just pick whatever your furthest along save file yeah. is. Hit upload. Then, once that's done, open the PS5 version uh, and continue playing. It will then there uh, on the title screen. It will say download save. Mm-hmm. So then click that. It'll da- wow. Is it talking to me? Then download the save. That was weird. Um, and then the second you download the save, all of your trophies are going to pop all at the same time, which is very weird. Like I was That's so ready. Like I downloaded Integrate and I was like, I'm so ready to start. It's like 5 a.m. I woke up early to play. I'm like, let's fucking go. And the second I hit start, it's just like. Dink, 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 Why does dink, it say dink. 90%? Does it give you more... Are there more trophies now? Yeah, there are more trophies. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, does it take away your platinum? In, no. No, oh, it okay. gives you a second platinum. Yeah. I got a platinum it trophy this morning. It was the easiest platinum I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's normally how it works with like DLC stuff. Or, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so that... Uh, so where do it you took like ten minutes of just watching trophies pop. I was like, Ugh. so where do you get the PS5 <laughs> version? That's just in the store. Yeah, so I, I you can actually you can actually hit them. it. Yeah, you can actually just go directly into this, say view product, 
and then it takes you to okay because i i I reinstalled it because i had uninstalled it yeah um and now it's done now i saw but i have to go in and figure out Final Fantasy seven remake installed on your ps5 i do or i did beforehand oh i didn't well no i had yeah oh yeah you're right i guess you're right i did play it on the old console i didn't install a lot of other shit which you're right so i had to install it period so it's also that. an insanely large thing both so to have the ps4 version 81 gigs yeah to have the ps5 version 82 gigs dude so 100 I've, or oh my god yeah like 160 gigs total for both of those and i have yeah. no idea how big integrate is so i have a question right uh the amount of uh, like if you were to have these games in disc form yeah does it make it any smaller no <sighs> And, it's because also gonna, it is, and you're also going to hear the disc spin. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. I <laughs> that's why I started I going all digital. I didn't even think of that. That's why I started uh, going all digital. Oh, you I, are going all digital now? I, well, now, with the PS5, I am because, well, like, now. the first game when I was playing Demon Souls, yeah. I was like, I'm so into this, but my immersion kept breaking because I would hear the disc drive spin up, mm. and I'm like, yeah, I that's would a, not have to deal with this if it was just digital. You know, oh, that's so funny because it's like uh, when I think about when I had to delete stuff for Final Fantasy VII Remake, I looked at all the games I downloaded in my on my console, and I just remember my PS4's library. I could scroll for like at least a solid like ten minutes. That's not true. That's, that's not true at all. Definitely like a solid like fifteen <laughs> to thirty seconds somewhere in those. But I had a lot of games all downloaded ready to play. Man, does the PS5 have such it's such limited space, or the games are just well, way it too big. Like, yeah, I was gonna say, if you have something like GTA 5 installed, that's no, like, I do. Yeah, that's like huge. I still you know? have not, I have not uninstalled uh, Demon Souls, Phoenix, or Demon Souls. Demon Souls will never Immortals, be. Immortals, Phoenix, right? And I also haven't done that because I do want to get back into that eventually. Well, like, see, this is why I like my platinum checkpoint thing because the second I get a platinum, I know I'm never playing that game ever again. I know. So it's like the so second the think platinum about happens, me. Well, it's didn't dead we- to me. Think about uh, me living in a world where there is no plat. It's just I see a credit screen and then I know I'm done with the game, but you never I get, never to, the get to the credit screen. To over. What about Ghost of Tsushima? You know, I don't think you platinum that because that platinum was ridiculous. I did platinum that. Did you? I did. You uh, went back and played that on hard mode, like Ghost on of Tsushima. You played the entire game again. That's hundred percenting. I did not hundred percent. I platinumed it. Did I platinum it then? Maybe you I did platinum did it. Platinum. Well, you oh, okay. can get a platinum without hundred percenting. So when they released the Legends DLC, it also added New Game Plus, and there's two trophies for New Game Plus. One is to like use the shop in New Game Plus, and the second one is to beat it in New Game Plus. Which like fuck that. Like I just deleted my save file. And it's a so silver. Else. Like you're gonna play through a fucking forty hour game for a silver. Well, but you have a you have a it's a New Game Plus, so you have everything. Well, I guess you my point is you twenty five hours. You platinum yeah. that, but we were still playing with the multiplayer, so you kind of that to was keep... a special case. So like I fortunately I was able to delete like. It takes two, which was forty-five gigs, yeah. and I had, then I downloaded. Then I could delete uh, Destruction All Stars, which yeah. I still had downloaded forty-five oh, wow. gigs. Yeah, this holy shit! Hilarious. I had Take Two downloaded twice, one a PS4 version and a and PS5, PS5 version so on yeah, my PS5. Like that was a hundred gigs that I gave up. Damn, I'm trying to see what I currently have installed. Yeah, now they do it like this: the installed versus the collection yeah. only. And I actually like. I it can't a lot. uninstall Astro's Playroom. I don't know why. You can't uninstall oh, it. Oh, it's locked. Yeah, it's locked. What does that mean? You Spider-Man installed? Yeah, this is the PS5 version. Oh, okay, it's like the remastered version. Is it good? I, uh, I have not started it. I still have to beat the that thing game. Is, this one, if you if you start this game, it does not transfer your platinum. I will so never I'd have to beat play that through game. And platinum it again. <laughs> I would go through and re like replay that all the way through. Um, I uninstalled. Yeah, you don't have an installed either. Remnant from oh, the yeah, ashes. Oh yeah, I, I I uninstalled that. We. I, 
made I a, like that game. I would have continued playing yeah, it, we, but I just figured it was not going to happen. Yeah, we it, made a push, and then it. Yeah. And after Knockout City came out, I was like, that that to me is the new multiplayer game. What is this? A remote play? So that's that. I mean, going back to our topic, that it, that's what I'm playing really. Knockout City. Yeah. Um, that's when I can jump in and play, dude. Knockout yeah. City is great. It's a good. It's a good game. I'm, I'm glad really, about really, it. Really, really happy with it so far, and it seems to be performing super well. Like I'll just go on Twitch, and there's people streaming it every fucking day. Like lots of big name people. Um, it's so funny that you can see a health of a video game by the Twitch viewers that it's attracting, you know? Yeah, and it's also because, like, the podcast that I listen to, like, the on the other podcast that I listen to, they'll do a similar segment where it's like, what are you playing? And, like, every, on almost everyone, somebody's been like, yeah, I started playing Knockout City. I don't know why, but, like, this game's weirdly good and, like, all my friends like it, you know? it It's kind of, like, it's interesting how it just sort of popped up, but I think it's, it's a testament to the game's, like, like satisfyingness to play and it, like it's depthiness you know it's yeah it's simple it has depth and it's it is very satisfying to pull something off or to like get a good Just hit on someone the, the boing or yeah. whatever like oh, God, and the pat like the passing feels really like pass a throw and then you get them and you hit them with two yeah. balls at the same time the like, boom. everybody says that the kickball hitting a, a thigh sound effect yeah. is like yeah. the greatest sound effect and it's true it's like I, weirdly nostalgic and comforting i would guess though that i feel like they need to change how the alt works i think that's too good because mm. mm. it's unlimited it kills you in one hit yeah you can kind of fuck around with it you can do as many but if you don't hit anybody you are left by yourself you're, you're pretty Not, vulnerable and the thrower is also vulnerable so it's like, like but the, i think the risks still or the it's still worth it to do you're not that vulnerable you know like, i mean the moment you land you can't move for a second right but everyone's are everyone's running away from you would you pay ten dollars yeah. for a cactar throwing star no yeah, I was, i've been looking at that not. for a while and why I'm would also, you do that because because square enix doesn't doesn't, doesn't know what people want the most you're charging for that is two bucks what is <laughs> that even is that a weapon it's a, it's a throwing star right now we're looking at the uh the ad placed on the final fantasy 7 remake uh game page sort of if you download the game what it shows like uh, oh, it's the add-ons. Oh, what is this? Final Fantasy VII Remake item pack. Oh, cool. So you get a bunch of items that you can... D- oh, it's free. Oh, yeah. Download that shit immediately. Yeah, why would you not? It was that? just released. Wow. How about that? Good for you. Adding. I think this was the pre-order bonus, actually. I'm pretty sure I have all of these things. Yeah, I think you're right. Character summoning material. I, am- I didn't have that. Oh, now I get it for free? Thanks. What's the Square. digital deluxe upgrade? All right, we're getting distracted. Yeah. Oh, stupid. Um, anyway. <laughs> the ads got us after all. No. <laughs> um, I'm yeah. having some difficulty. Like, I'm not that interested in the integrate. I'm, gonna, I'm okay. not either. I'm more interested in playing Final Fantasy VII Remake again. Okay, yeah. so so I can I can sound off a little bit on this. Yeah, because you've finished it. I, I beat it. Same, it same day. Not long. Uh, it, so it, it clocks at about seven and a half hours. Damn, which, dude. Which, <laughs> which to me... I was thinking like two to four. No, so it's it's about seven and a half hours. It's uh, It feels like it's too short, but like it's also like the second you start playing Final Fantasy again, you're like, or Final Fantasy VII Remake again, you're like, I fucking love this game. Yeah. I like playing this. Like It feels good to be playing this game in this way again. Yeah. You know, so I don't think That's any what, length would have felt appropriate. Um but what I, I mean, it's it's exactly what you're expecting it's going to be. It's it's a, a chunk of story. It's a chunk of combat. Yeah. It lets you do some interesting, cool new things with uh, the new character. So it's like you, you got Yuffie and then the guy, whatever his name is. Uh, I, 
how do I literally played it for seven hours like ten minutes ago? So so no, so no Sosuke, so no Shino Sosuke, Sosuke. Fuck, I can't remember his name. It's S O N something something something. Um, there's a lot of strange names in, involved in this, but what I like about it is that the story is logical. Mm-hmm. It it binds in a in a in a good way, um, and it's it's worth getting to the end. I mean, I, I don't I don't know any other way that I could talk about it other than that, like because I I don't want to like spoil anything or whatever, but like it feels good to play. It's nice to be back in that world. It's it was my first exposure to Final Fantasy VII remake. In 60 frames per second, oh. looking fucking gorgeous. Um. Like, and and the thing is, is like Yuffie, her combat style is different than everyone else's. As Tifa's is oh, different cool. than Clouds is different than I was worried uh, about that. Eretz, and it's very unique and very cool, and like it's fun playing as her. So, um, so that I really liked. I don't know. It's just it, it's just a, a a nice way to come back and so can i so integrate is supposed to be let's say right if we were to compare final fantasy 7 to the remake to the old one right if the timelines were the same which they're not i guess right uh this integrate is supposed to be like kind of like a prequel or what's happening alongside where the team it's it's overlapping yeah okay it's overlapping so like like obviously you're you're visiting areas (laughs) that you saw in the first like in remake right and it's like you'll realize that like things are happening that were happening in the story, but you're just like uh, somewhere cool. else while those things are happening. Like sector seven blows up over there, but Yuffie's all the way over here. And she's like, well, that's crazy. Ish. Thing, that's thing, cool. I like that. Like okay. That. I gotcha. so, which is why I'm saying like it weaves into the story. Like it doesn't feel like just a tacked on extra thing. It feels like it's part of the story. Right. You know what's really... That being said, I have some gripes with it, but we'll save oh, that wow, for next interesting. week's podcast. Oh, okay. After we um, all play it. Yeah. You know, it's really difficult for me. It's just sort of the same DLC thing. Take take a game like Horizon, for example. Like, we all play, or I played the shit out of Horizon. Yeah. A uh, game like that, you really, there's a bit of a learning curve, but you get all the stuff. You really learn how the game works. You start, to, you master it. You figure out how you like to play. Mm-hmm. And you sort of like, you know, you min-max it. And then you, ma- you master the game, and then you beat it, and you move yeah. on. But I've forgotten all of those things. Yeah, yeah. And I've forgotten all those things on Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah. And there's such a barrier for me personally to go back into a game like this and feel like I already learned this and forgot it, and now I'm figuring it out again. Well, th- this I, so I can alleviate some of those stresses, and yeah. I can verify some of those stresses. Oh, okay. So I can alleviate them in the sense that like, when you start playing, like because Yuffie's combat style is different than everyone else's, you are sort of relearning the combat system, but, it, but in a cool way, because it's fresh and it's different and it, it feels good, right? Even the way that you interact with the world, like she has a throwing star, so she throws it at shit, right? So like that changes the way that you move through right. the world, which is which is cool, and that I like a lot. Um, there were moments when like you go in and you're like fucking with materia yeah. or like upgrading weapons, and like the second I went into the upgrade weapon menu, I'm like, like yeah. buttons <laughs> that I'm hitting aren't doing what I think they're supposed to do, and I'm like, how does this even work? And it took me like a few like enters and exits of that screen to be like oh yeah i remember i was doing this the whole time and this menu's a little jank but like this is fine you know whatever well and Mm. also like you know the original game the combat is weird and unique and it works Mm -hmm. but it did take me a while to like figure out the flow to do everyone's actions and then you're 
party's actions too in a way that made sense and flowed yeah that was a bit of a learning process that that was not immediate so what's what's nice about integrate is you are playing as one character like you are yuffie okay there is no other character that's nice the other guy remember at the end how red x was like part of your party and he could like be doing stuff he's similar to that but okay but there's actually more like synergy between the two this time but ultimately you're only ever controlling one character that's nice and 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 it the ramp in difficulty there is a ramp in difficulty but it it really kind of like you're learning pretty easily at the beginning like like it's not like pushing you down you know and i played on the hardest difficulty right away uh you have to unlock hard mode so like it's going to require two playthroughs to get all of the uh the did trophies. you play 14 hours no no, oh, okay. no i i beat it on normal and now i start i'm like maybe 30 minutes in oh okay I see. okay um but yeah Damn. so so yeah i'm not i'm not done with it yet i will say that this is important uh the additional stuff that they added to it like you know how we learned about the fort condor minigame is awesome really oh, cool. it is very fun i personally i think some people might not like it i really liked it i okay, was like this cool. is this is cool um those mini games are always hit or divisive miss. too oh yeah, yeah for sure um th- this one at least takes like a little bit of strategy yeah you know you, like there are things you can do in the real game like you know, you're essentially playing with pieces. So like you can find or buy pieces and then like that affects your game a little bit. Mm. So it's like, it's, it's a, there's layers to it. You know what I mean? And that, that I liked a lot. Um, and apparently the difficulty of that game scales with the difficulty that you're playing on. Mm -hmm. So like if you're playing on easy, it'll be easier to play on. Oh, I see. Harder than that. Um, so that I liked, that was a very cool element to it. And there's also a, a really nice, healthy scoop of, nostalgia uh fan service not like boob fan service but like <laughs> like, like like i played final fantasy 7 i yeah, know what yeah. they're talking that's about exciting. that's exciting that's cool yeah so there, there's a nice healthy scoop of that on top uh yeah it's it's good it's a lot of okay fun. it's a lot of fun so grape wise now let's, let's go into that next time all right all right all right all right i was gonna say gripe. grape wise yeah no no that that's okay, definitely, we'll talk about that that's next definitely time. For but next time. that's exciting i'm i'm excited for that i'm wondering now if there's going to be a like It'd be hilarious if the cadence is now released Final Fantasy VII Remake episode, then DLC, 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 and then another one. Like I feel I like I don't think so. No, ba- based on this, acts as a very good bridge between what I imagine Part One and Part Two will be. Okay, this acts as like that's what it is. If you if like you do of- what Chow says. And you're getting into Kingdom Hearts territory, right. where you have all these crazy ass games between your main games. Yeah, that's a, that would be a colossal mistake. My love yeah. for Final Fantasy VII will get me through all of the one, two, three point fives, five the battle royales, fucking the... thirty sixty five days of seven over seven. I don't. Yeah. I will go through all of that because it's Final Fantasy VII, but I, I don't want to go through all just, of that. I think there will be spinoffs, but I think this story, like what's happening in Intergrade, is part of remake yeah like it is one story right and this is just a a it is the ad like to me it's it literally acts as you know it's like if there was part one and part two like it needs a staple in between them okay. and integrate is the staple that connects them when just, uh sorry go on. i was gonna say I'm, I'm just afraid of it getting sort of watered down Convoid you know I, I want it to be special yeah and if you just if you have 15 games associated with Final Fantasy 7. I'm going to get burned out. Yeah. yeah. No, and totally. I don't want that. Well, 
another another good comment on this is as I played this, there was part of me like the second I started it back up and I heard the music, it obviously like mm. it washes over you and you're like, oh yes, we're <laughs> home Jabba's. again, you know. Yeah. Um. But then like right as I started, I was like, is this too soon? Like, yeah, am I, right. is this too right. soon since the last time I played? But that's then, funny. Yeah, but that's then hilarious. as I was going, I was just like, okay, like no, this this is making me is it happy. Less than like, a- Less than a year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, but but as I was playing, I was like, "This is making me happy. This feels good." And then again, as I said, this acts as a very nice connective tissue between this and part two. Like, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they like did some sort of something regarding part two, like at the Square Enix conference. I mean, that would be dream territory. But uh, that is dream territory. That's, that's on the Bingo board. I really want. Oh man, should we? We should drop oh, yeah, the we Bingo board. Very high <laughs> this is very high quality stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Maybe I wonder. How, yeah, we should do an unofficial. We were gonna do a Bingo board. We forgot. But maybe we'll do. Is it hard to do a Bingo board? I don't know. I've never. We done can do that. an unofficial one. Like, what are your what, we top need, five? We need something to write in. You know. Wow. Pens and I paper? I don't own any of those anymore. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't maybe, own any of Maybe there's like uh Oh, man. <laughs> Imagine if there's an app. I'm sure there is a bingo board app that you could just write in squares. Yeah. We could do it on oh, Google yeah. Docs. It's like a uh, E3 football pool. <laughs> right. You know? I don't know. Something's got to exist. Anyway, I... Is Scalebound going to be re-announced? I don't know. <laughs> maybe. We were just... Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about that. Like, huh. Yeah. Um, that won't happen. No. That will definitely not happen. What's going to happen to... um? Yeah. I don't know. But uh, I do. I would. I wouldn't mind having a, a bingo board. That'd be fun. I did hear a second follow-up as we're talking about Final Fantasy. I did hear uh, another corroborative rumor thing regarding that Final Fantasy Origins Dark Souls game from Koei Tecmo and Team Ninja. Wait, what? Hold on. So, did you see the article that I posted in our group chat? Probably, but what was it? So <laughs> the rumor is okay. that during. Um, not, uh, during Square Enix's conference, they're going to announce a Dark Souls-esque game oh, set oh. in the Final Fantasy universe called Final Fantasy Origin. Dark Souls X, like Oh, cross. yeah. I was about to ask you. I'm sorry. Esque. Sorry. Yeah, the Origins. It's supposed to be like that mobile app? No. So this is supposed to be a Dark Souls game. Dark oh, Souls sorry. genre game, but in the Final Fantasy universe. And uh, they said in the, like original final fantasy universe which to me is like yeah. warrior i do remember you telling me about this right um and they're saying that it's going to be developed by koei tecmo and team ninja mm-hmm. which is the guys who did neo mm-hmm. so like there is a track record of of them making games like that um wow and to be a final fantasy one would be really interesting and it wouldn't be unprecedented i mean they uh they worked together when they made the um what the hell dragon quest heroes like the Musou Dragon Quest game. Oh, like that yeah, was yeah. Square Enix and Koei Tecmo. So I like seeing that. That looked there, really cool. Well, there is a history there. Who made uh, Senua's Sacrifice? Was that Ninja Theory? That was... Or my... That, that was Ninja Theory, not Team Ninja. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, those are two very close. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's, it's very <laughs> yes. confusing. How many ninja studios? That's I was just I, thinking <laughs> about that, too. I was like... Did I know there were two? Like, know, like have I ever divided them up in my head? Yeah, so Team Ninja also made Heavenly Sword, which is a PS3 launch title. Team Ninja also made... Oh, my what God, I remember that game. Met- what, yes. what, what about the Metroid game? Metroid... That was also Team Ninja. That was Team Ninja, other too. M. Yeah, that yeah weird- other M. Yeah. yeah. That was a very bad game, apparently. Uh, okay, I did not yeah. play it. I did not play it. I heard I bad things. I should play that game. 
But I wouldn't mind this. Uh, I mean, a Dark Soulsy Final Fantasy game sounds right up my alley. I mean, I like both of those genres pretty hard. I really like when they do things differently with the Final Fantasy like property. Like it seems like they often miss like yeah. the whole Dissidia franchise. Like really cool in theory, and like the most recent one, uh, NT, looked incredible yeah. and played not so good yeah. and died really fast. But like conceptually, I like the idea of like a fight, a Final Fantasy fighting game. Like, yeah, like that's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the idea of doing something else in Final just Fantasy being able to engage world. Final Fantasy in a different way would be fun. Totally. totally. Uh, I just don't trust anything like any Final Fantasy thing that's not Final Fantasy proper. I Anytime know, I see those characters anywhere else, it sucks. Outside that's not of true. I really like Hearts. And Egrets is what I call it, but you but don't call it. But that was like I know, but, 20 years but like, ago. And then I've, it was a play like Crisis Core is a Final Fantasy game, but it's not really it was like, like 18 years ago. Like I know. Well, I like that one too. So I'm like, uh, and I've seen these characters and other things before. But Kingdom that was Mars. also a, that's a proper. That is, that is considered. I mean, canon. yeah, but I'm saying it's not like the, like, the thing. Like I would say like, like Zelda, like well, Dynasty Warriors with the Zelda fling to it. That was amazing Hyrule to me. Warriors, but yeah. yeah, you're right. I haven't seen like a Soul Calibur, uh, not Soul Calibur, a uh, Final Fantasy game in a different way, Context. I guess. What, what's also interesting, and I'd be curious to find out if this is going to be a trend. Um, I, I my head's just like I've played a lot of Final Fantasy today, so that's all I'm really thinking about. is not bad, but it's but, not a uh, game that I play. I was thinking about how we heard about the 2D HD um, Dragon Quest yeah. three, and I'm wondering if maybe Octopath Traveler and Project Triangle Strategy. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. I forgot. I'm very was pumped when I saw the Metal Slugs thing. It reminded me of that, yeah. and I'm like two tactics Did games that, that i can sink it to no i played the demo. oh no i did play the demo a little bit and i hated the characters a lot and it does because oh, yeah, bo- the voice acting was it's terrible. so fucking terrible i hope there's a japanese like dub so there's part of me that thinks that um square is like testing out that engine yeah and now that they've made octopath and they made triangle strategy maybe they're like okay now what if we just took this art style and just slapped a, a notable franchise on it like dragon quest 3 yeah. which to my understanding is like the first quote good dragon quest game um maybe this will build up their confidence to do like final fantasy 6 in that style or chrono trigger in that style you know what you're talking if about they, if they did chrono trigger in that style it would set the world on fire that's that would that is very true you know what you're talking about though it's what square and their mobile division did to all the old RP, oh, uh, jrpgs i know but well, hear me out for a second with they the, weren't all the bubbly graphics they, this is true but they weren't all terrible because it did it, I mean, the games were actually still pretty fun. Even even the Final Fantasy Tactics, they had a pretty terrible UI, but I still played that shit to death. And what it was does, still, aren't all those mobile games like weird and very expensive? And very expensive. It's like Twenty six dollars. Yes. yes. Twenty four dollars and fifty cents for some reason. Yeah, it's like well, every time I've looked at them, I'm like, like, oh, would I want Final Fantasy Nine on my phone? And it's like twenty three dollars, yeah. and I'm like. Why is it $23? Like, first of all, anything over $10 is way it's too way much. way too much. And, like, $23? Like, yeah. or $26? It's probably, like, a round those. number in Japan, and then they... Yeah, that's a good point. But I will say, like, they did this for... Well, I think it was, like, Final Fantasy, like... Maybe it was Final Fantasy the first one, and then they jumped, like, three, and then they did, like, five and six or something. And now you can get all these games on your phone. And I had a feeling, like, they were going to do that. So I, they've done things like this before i I would not want them to just take 
popular games and slap this new style on it. I mean, it's a nice style. I mean, it, it's nice, but that doesn't feel like enough effort. Like that seems I, they're just gonna phone it in. I I get you. I get you. But there's also part of me that's like, I mean, again, I'm like fanboy, you know, point of view. But it's like Final Fantasy VI to me is probably one of, if not the best, like old school turn-based RPGs that's out there. It's so good. The story is so good. Kind of unrivaled, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, Final Fantasy VII was, like, this monumental thing. But to me, like, that old school Final Fantasy-ass Final Fantasy... It's the best of those sprite pixel JRPGs. But the thing is, is I know that like 99% of people nowadays will not play that game because it it's antiquated. You know what I mean? It looks antiquated. It plays antiquated. There's really no good way to play it now. If you wanted to buy it on PC or whatever, you're buying weird bubble graphics and that looks like shit. You know what I mean? But if you took that game and you did one of these 2D HD sort of re-releases? I don't yeah. know. It's not a remake or a remaster. I- but like whatever. Like if you just do it rehash if you do it in that style i think it would drum up enough interest where somebody could be like oh you know what i've heard final fantasy 6 is a great game and now it's being released in this visually interesting format like why not i mean i think that's why they're doing it with dragon quest 3 yeah but wouldn't you prefer like a a a team that really appreciates final fantasy 6 and maybe creates their own style that matches that tone better and then produces Maybe. a new game. I said I yeah. would like that. I do understand where you're coming from, Scarabo, too, because I would like... I mean, I would love... I'm really excited for Dragon Quest Three, But I will say, like, overall, like, when I look at Square Enix, I think they're being way more conservative, more so now than they mm-hmm. were like maybe five years ago. And a lot of the decision making they're doing is like, okay, I know we have all these things that people really love. How can we milk it a little bit more so we can make some money to recoup some of these amazing losses that we've had over the couple of, like, half decade or so. Yeah. And like if I was square it's like <clears throat> do we make a like 10 million dollar bet on re-releasing Final Fantasy 6 in some capacity or do we take a 1 million dollar risk and you know it'd probably and, be 10 million in this new format. It'd probably be 10 million to like 100 million. <laughs> yeah, probably, well, this is know. sort of like the conversation we were having before. I mean, I think if they do that they're looking at short-term gains yeah but i think you're definitely i think you're just watering down what the nostalgia like you can't just keep going back to that well so you got to do it right i would say though if for certain in certain circumstances i'm buying scabbard sword soon <laughs> in, in certain circumstances i feel like th- like this 2d hd like octopath traveler style is almost like a pedestal for that specific uh, style of art like i think part of what makes chrono trigger so nostalgic and and memorable for people is because of its of its pixel art and the way that it looks in that way so this is like it's retaining like the value of the pixel art but then also presenting it in a way that might be more palatable I to think most it, people, you know. I think it would just be too easy to churn it out. I think it could be done well, mm. but if you're just pumping them into this graphical approach, you're just not changing anything. It's just it'd be uninspired. But would it be the same game if you like changed the pic like I know what Chrono looks like, right? In, sure. In pixel art. Like if you change that, would it still be Chrono? I mean, maybe. Sure, like, there are there are games that have been upgraded over time. And go from pixel to, you know, a little bit more 3D to more 3D. I mean, the Final yeah. Fantasy game sort of did that too. Yeah. So you can do it. Uh, I don't really need... 
I don't think it's necessary to just like, hey, this worked for this one game. Let's throw a drop shadow in and blur the background and do the whole game again. Yeah, I, this is just my theory, right? Yeah. That's why I think they're experimenting with Dragon Quest Three because it's like they don't really have much to lose, but they know that there's a lot of people that are like, I like I've never played Dragon Quest Three and I've only heard good things about it from you, so it's like I'm I'm gonna buy that game. You I, know what I mean? Like I just want quality games made for my nostalgia. I don't want it to be milked. Mm. Would you, so Final Fantasy Remake is like that, right? Yes. Yeah. But if they keep going with these DLCs, it's going to be... The or, if, yeah. <laughs> or if this three-part Final Fantasy Remake turns into seven parts yeah. or, you know, whatever. Three parts with you know eight DLCs. Like, as yeah. I was playing through Integrate, there were moments where I was like... I was like, oh, this is this is good. Ever everyone's gonna like this. And then I get to other parts and I'm like, everyone's gonna fucking hate this. Like, you know? And it's like I I can see the square people being like, Oh, this is a good idea. And I'm like, this is a fucking bad idea. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Look, if this were Nintendo making a decision and Nintendo was like, Hey, we have this Octopath Traveler engine, we're gonna remake some of our old games, you kinda know that they're gonna figure it out. For whatever in whatever way. Make it like charming. They're gonna yeah, they're gonna do it in at least their own way. Yeah. I don't trust Square. Yeah, it's really a square because they problem. go they go much more direct point A to point B. Yes, whereas it's like okay, and then you asked for B, I gave you B. Where Nintendo is like, okay, I see B, but I can make it a B plus exactly to like a C that incorporates B and gets you into a yeah. different place. I, I guess for me, it's like you know, if like obviously like full on remake, like we'll take Final Fantasy VI for example, like full on remake would obviously be the dream, right? But like. If they just re-released it, like if they just took the exact, exactly what Final Fantasy VI is, and they just re-released it on new consoles, I would not be cool with that. I'd be like, I'd be like, fine, you know, sure. If they had a trophy support, maybe like I'd probably play it. Uh, but see, like I, I like that game already. Yeah. I don't think you're gonna get new people that way. But I think if you're if you're taking that half step somewhere in the middle, which is like we're gonna take this and we're gonna give it this treatment, I feel like. You're, you'd catch more people, especially if you release it at a budget. If they tried to charge like $60 or whatever for like Final Fantasy VI in Octopath style, I'd be like, mm, like you're fucking up. But if it was like 20 bucks or like 30 bucks max. I feel like you can't do like, wrong okay. with 20 buck games. Like, I don't know why, but like I look at a $20 game that I'm like slightly interested in. And I'm like, yeah, like <laughs> Metopia. I was like into it. And then I was like, okay, I finished the demo. I'm probably going to buy this game. 20 bucks, right? 40 what is it 40 bucks or 60 bucks i have no idea it was too much way higher than 20 bucks it was like nope <laughs> not good <laughs> not happening no if it was if all these games it's were funny that you played metopia i don't know why people are talking about that game i could talk about it. i could talk to you about that for a little bit but uh, i will say that if dragon quest 3 was hit at a 60 dollar price point i would say that is overpriced but we'll probably you buy know, it I, I guess this is also the thing like the only frame of reference that we have, at least right now, is Octopath Traveler. And Octopath Traveler, while visually cool, kind of disappointed in almost every yes. other capacity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. none of us finished that game. Mm -hmm. And, like, I will endure the highest level of torture when it comes to playing shitty video games. And I did Somehow. not finish that game. It was right. just too, it was too much. And, like, oh, man, but the music was really good. The music was very good. And then you got, I did the try the trying. And See, same thing with the triangle strategy. Like, well, the oh. triangle strategy thing is so weird because, like, I really thought, like, you really, this is a good premise, guys. This is a good premise. And the, I see the story that you're trying to build here is good. But the moment that somebody opens their mouth and you're like, this isn't good anymore, this is actually worse. I can't, I can't deal with this character 
for the next 30 to 40 hours of this game. This reminded me of, do you remember back in the day uh, when Baton Kaidos came out on the GameCube? Yes. Yeah, so there's a Nintendo published RPG, a big deal. Cause it was yeah. like the first Nintendo published RPG in a long time. Critically fucking slammed. Mm. Everybody hated it, specifically because the main character's voice was so terrible. It's They're so like, bad. The game is great, it's a cool combat system, but I cannot sit through listening to this fucking guy talk for 50 hours. Like, I can't do it. It's a real problem. It, it totally yeah. is. I, I had a huge problem with that in Xenoblade. Oh, with I'm really the, feeling uh, it. Uh, Australian guy? Yeah, you had to choose between Australian or just... Straight Japanese? Yeah, and just neither were... Was it Japanese with an Australian accent? <laughs> Maybe. What, what would that sound like? I don't, I don't know. know. It was funny. I'm yeah. sure they know, but I don't. Huh. Uh, we, had a, we had a Chinese teacher one time who came from Great Britain, and she would all the time be like my accent is really messed up you can't pin it but uh anyway yeah going back to um terrible tell us, games yeah, i mean about good... <laughs> what a weird <laughs> job that one that game i was I, at, I was at your place and you're like hey you want to see me i was like great and you turn on and you're like okay so here's what we do and then and you're then like oh demo over, over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right long story short metopia is very charming in the sense that it is a jrpg but it it it's a JRPG, but the most minimal JRPG that you can ever minimal, ever. It's like ever mobile minimal. app. <laughs> ever minimal. It's like okay. a mobile app minimal. Edward minimal. And the fun part <laughs> of this game is like the, the like really, it's such a cookie cutter story. Not very special. Some guy goes around, he steals everybody's faces, right? But that's funny because it's me's and the entire fun part is making people or like trading faces with other things on the internet. Mm -hmm. It's like, fun because, you know, in Smash Brothers, you can like download characters. Mm -hmm. In this case, you can also do the same thing and you can see like Batman being this character or whatever. Yeah. The story and the content is charming and then you create a party and in the party, you get to make whoever you want, add a personality. Weirdly enough... Is it like a turn-based battling thing? Yeah, and it's only you only care you only control one character out of the four characters. What All, are the magic moves called? The magic moves? Like, is it called fire or is it called oh burn no. or something? Well, my the character that I could control was uh, a warrior, and he had just different slashes. Oh, I see. It looked like I, jo it looked like Justin if he were constantly in pain and a, li <laughs> and a little didn't... and a little asleep. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what it looked like. Yeah. <laughs> My sister got to make me, uh, her boyfriend got to make uh, her, and then I made her boyfriend, and then we all made my, my padre as the fourth character. Yeah. And we added these personalities, and it's hilarious the way that they all kind of interact with each other, because it does, because you get to change the personalities a little bit, it does have a flair of one another. It's like little caricatures of us uh, yeah. ourselves doing things with one another, growing like relationships between one another, and it's charming. That's all I can tell you. It's just that it was a good one player game with many people that you can play with people who don't even give a shit and you're just drinking and having a good time weirdly mm. weirdly fun okay um i don't think I it's for everybody it. <laughs> i think you need to be in a in a weird bored headspace and this will be a perfect board game to go through well this is not the week for that though. yeah exactly <laughs> anyway so that was metopia i mean it was just charming and i have it with like my family that i could play it with yeah yeah uh but yeah. Anyway, going back to the original topic, though. Alex, what, are, what have you been playing actually? No, I've just been doing Knockout City. I'm still trying to figure oh, out. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm just kind of beating my head against the wall in Returnal, just jumping and. Are you see close? If I, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's random, so you know yeah. I'm just running through, and if I find it, I find it. If I don't, Crimson Wastes. I'm still. I can't even. I haven't even gotten the first one. You've gotten the first one? Yeah. That's shocking. I know that one's really. There's one that's really hard. Yeah. I looked. The only one I've gotten is like the fourth one. Oh, wow. Which is weird. 
So I, I haven't. You but got there's the third and fourth. I looked at the shirt. Did you? I did I? You did. I don't know. You did. I went through. No, I did. I think I did Crimson Wastes. Crimson Wastes. Is that the sucks. third one or the second one? The second one. Derelict I did the second third. one. That one but I didn't, sucks. But I didn't know I did the second one. So I was running around like, why can't I find this? And I checked my trophy. I was like, oh, shit. I already got this one. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was the third one that you didn't get. I don't know. Either way, I got to run through a lot of maps, and it's just not happening. Justin's just casually scrolling through his PS5 to find your profile. I, I and do then this look sometimes. at your fucking trophies like a trophies. weird creeper who's am trying I, to find a LinkedIn friend. Am I a creep? <clears throat> well, I had to unlink my Spotify because you were always like, hey, you listening to this song? <laughs> <laughs> I said that like one time, and maybe oh, that, was I, enough to, that was enough to, to shock you. Out, for sure. <laughs> oh, how's, uh, how's that Weezer album? <laughs> I'm like, not going to lie. I love... <laughs> no. Dude, Alex Simon. He knows. Weekend, I'm like, yeah, you oh, yeah. You want some Justin Bieber? Oh, look at that. Third and fourth. Derelict. So you've got five, six... One and two. I've never visited <laughs> this page on the PlayStation Five. Fucking nightmare! I've never seen this before. Oh, actually, yeah, I have not either. I love the trophy page. There's a different trophy page. All the way in the top. Yeah, you go to the top. Ten stories from your yeah, game. It's the same as this one. The like the normal one. Dude, right? sixty-eight my platinums, man. Oh my goodness gracious! There's too many platinums. I'm gonna get a hundred this year. I think I have maybe one, and that was an this accident. is That's this not is even my the game favorite. That I want. Thing. Wait, you're you're gonna get thirty-two platinums this year? Yes. Did you just say that? Yes. Jesus Dude, that's Christ. oh my god! Look at all these. This is this was when the PS5 came out. Uh, we finished the order. The bop, 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 bop. wait, so I you're did, at thirty-two right now? I'm at sixty-eight right now. No, I, no, I'm no. 60, I'm, uh, 30, I'm going to hit a hundred this year. Oh, that's your goal. Yeah. Okay. Because like Res- Resident Evil Village is happening, and Knockout City is happening. Like you we're know, halfway through the like, year, though. You know, there's only like 40, 54 weeks in a year, <laughs> and you know that <laughs> we're already halfway through the year. Like, let's do the so math here. Yeah. Like maybe what, like twenty-seven platinum a week? That's twenty-seven weeks. That's more than a platinum a week. <laughs> oh, okay. my, my, my bro. Yeah, that's, that's, ambi- that's ambitious. I okay. mean. Hey, well, shoot for the stars. Like 70, you know, two more. <laughs> shoot for the stars, man. I got you. There I will is. support you. Yeah, good thing you don't have any life events going on Just this year. Just please make sure to <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> oh, man. Life is going to be a sad place after that. It's going to be a very happy place in one way, but my gaming is going to suffer. <laughs> Which is why I'm kind of happy that, like, I feel like the rest of this year, like, going back to E3, I feel like the rest of this year is going to be fairly light. But I think next year is going to be just an absolute tsunami of games. I always go into this time of the year thinking there's not going to be a lot towards the end of the year, but it somehow it always ends up surprising well, me. Well, COVID is an interesting, weird throw, yeah. right? So, so there's a lot there, of chances that it might be light. You're right. It yeah. might be extremely heavy come next year. I think, I mean, yeah, I think next year will yeah. be the heavier. And I'm, I think you're right. I'm ex- excited. All for that I know heavy right flow. now is like Deathloop. Yeah. Uh, it's like Deathloop, Ratchet, Horizon. And like Back for Blood, those are like the four games on the horizon. Halo, is that even going to happen this year? Well, I mean, my guess is it's going we'll to get. Del- I think it's going to get delayed. I th- I imagine there will be a like a February game or something like. that. I think Breath of the Wild and Halo will come out March twenty twenty two. Yeah, there's no way Breath of the Wild's coming out this year. There's definitely no way. Well, God of let's War is coming see out what happens <laughs> on Monday. Because if we just got a Eden uh, Elden fucking ring like date, well, I mean. I mean, we want to make the best game possible, and because we want to do that, we're gonna boot. We're gonna push wait it. Twenty-five more years. Miyamoto uh, um, yeah. once said, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I get so mad. I hate that." Well, it's like I know for sure 
God of War is definitely not happening this year. There's no yeah, they've already announced that. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely not. That's happening. 2022. So that's um, our. That's already. If we're right about these games, and I think Halo, Halo, that might. I mean, I, there's a real chance that comes out this year, but I just have a feeling it will be delayed. You know, Breath of the Wild Two might come out this year. No might way. Come out this year. Oh well, actually, yeah, I don't know. Don't would, bury would they it. Do, would they do Skyward Sword and Breath of the Wild Two in the same year? I that's interesting. I don't think maybe. I don't think Skyward Sword is that much of a heavy hitter that they're going to no, push off Breath is of the Wild. It's a Zelda title. Like they and, probably have like some internal meeting where they're like, we need to launch a Mario game and a Zelda game every year, and it's like, okay, Mario Golf, Skyward Sword. But they could be done. <laughs> but even when they were marketing Skyward Sword, they were like, hey, this jumping is sort of like what you did in breath of the wild or the climbing or whatever it was like yeah. the precursor yeah. to that so they could, maybe they're teeing and then they were like we know you want to hear about breath of the wild we're not telling you yeah. <laughs> so maybe they were teeing that up a little bit for later in the year but i mean i see what you're saying and nintendo's weird like that so they might do that and i can't imagine that they would like i mean it would be very nice but like it's, well, i just feel like it's kind of unprecedented for nintendo to like announce something and launch it in the same year. You know what I mean? Well, they didn't announce this. Right. Right. Here's the other thing, too. I mean, what? what? Breath we, of the Wild. Breath of the no, Wild. No, no, no. That's, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I'm I'm projecting when they do their conference in, yeah. on Monday or whatever. Like, I don't... I, I would be pleasantly surprised if they were like, hey, guys, Metroid 4. And it's yeah. coming out holiday season. Or, like, new Donkey Kong. That's or true. Or, like, new... Or Splatoon 3. Or whatever the hell. Like, I just... It, I feel it doesn't that, make sense to but me. But what about Skyward Sword? What about... Uh, there was only a delay on Breath of the Wild 1 because the Switch was coming out, right? So, it yes. was originally going to be the Wii U. They're like, but wait a minute. We got to do the Switch. And then, bada bing, Switch Breath of the Wild, right? Mm. But at the same time, right? Exa- exactly. There was, like, a delay. Then came E3. Then they were, like, Switch. Then they were, like, cool. But with this, I still feel like let's we have to look at what happens at the latter half of the year for for Nintendo, right? Right now, what do we know that's definitely coming out at the end of the year? And if they if we don't know that much, then the only thing I can think of is boom, E3 comes, hit with the Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Now from now till then, from now till come December or whatever, November or whatever, it's only going to be Breath of the Wild. To my knowledge, the like only what they do with Nintendo titles of substance that are that are on the docket are mario golf june let's talk q3 q4 though no i I, i'm I'm just talking what we know that literally has a release date is mario golf june uh we were i literally just said it what the hell oh my gosh i literally just said it uh triangle strategy skyward sword Right. Skyward, oh. Sword, <laughs> Skyward Sword right. July and uh, No More Heroes 3 August. Right. Those are the three. I don't know any others that are on the docket outside of those three. And those are good titles. You know what I mean? Those are like, they can hang their hat on those titles, you know? Yeah. Didn't they have Splatoon something? Mm-mm. Splatoon 3? I thought no. they had Splatoon 3. They announced Splatoon 3 with right. like the apocalyptic trailer right. thing. And but, that, but they but didn't no have a date, date on that? Okay. Yeah, no date. Um,. Hmm. So yeah, I mean, so what that would say, Justin, to your point, mm-hmm. that would open up Q four for something. I mean, right. the, I, it would. Now I'm like I'm second guessing myself, but I it would be shocking if they didn't have Skyward. a holiday season title. Yeah, probably like Ring Fit Adventure two. Yeah, or some bullshit like. 
Yeah, no, none of this stuff looks. I'm looking at it right now, right? And Mario let's and Rabbids say, too, <laughs> right? Starting with July, right? We'll even go Disgaea. I mean, come on, whatever. Sky Children of the Light, okay. Monster Hunter Stories two. What are we looking at? They'll hang their hat on Monster, huh? Monster yeah, Hunter Skyward too. Sword happens in July as well. In I'm July, only in yeah. July right now. Chris, oh, Chris Tales, okay. Uh, Neo, the world ends with you. Okay. Oh yeah, that's a big one. What's that? That's July. That is also July. That's a okay. pretty big July. Okay, that's the same game. That was not a. It's like a remake, right? Is it a it's remake? A, it's a sequel. It's it a, is a sequel. Yeah. I believe it's a sequel. Yeah. Okay. Nintendo Life did a thing on it. Axiom Verge two. Yeah. Outer Wilds. Uh, Star Wars Lego. Uh, nope. Nino Kune two. Is that big? Nope. Uh, Pokemon, no, that's a, that's a, yeah, oh, Brilliant universe. Diamond, Shining Pearl. That's kind of oh, big. Oh, yeah, there you go. So they that's have their Pokemon big. titles. I did forget about that. Yeah, that's November. Uh, and that's Arceus. on Switch? Arceus on is coming Switch. out in January, and I think Diamond and Pearl are coming out. Uh, does it have it? Does yeah, it say? Yeah, it says November 19th. There's their holiday season game. Yeah. That's that's exactly so, it. Wait, okay, which one? That's it then. Shining Diamond and Bright Pearl. Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. Yeah, it's the... They're it's, remakes it's the, of the DS In games. a 3D-esque kind of Switch it's like It's like the th- like top-down 3D. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, but that's a holiday season game. I mean, I think they would... I mean, that's a Pokemon game that's releasing holiday season. That's a, have a yeah. remake. It's going to make them serious money. <laughs> yeah. We got Hollow Knight, uh, Silk Song or something. Bayonetta 3. Yeah, Silk the new Silk. Hollow Knight game, but that's not... That's Metroid not Four Switch. Yeah. Get out of here. And Breath of the Wilds. Nobody knows anything. Okay, so really, it's just the Pokemon at the end of the year. But yeah, so I. I but that's a remake. That. I mean, that's not even a new thing. Everything else is all this other. I mean, Nino Kune. I heard uh, that has a huge following. Nino Kune yeah, Two is coming that's out. That's, a that's an old game. That's There's literally a, sh- a port. Two. That's yeah. a port. Oh, yeah. excuse me. Port. Sorry then. Uh, and you remember then, we were at E three and they gave us. Steel yeah, boxes I always. For it. I don't know. I, I didn't pay attention to Nino Kuni one, and then when I saw two, I guess I just I thought heard that was Nino the same Kuni game. One is actually very good, but it's eighty I played hours. It. Yeah, yeah I didn't beat it, but I played it. You yeah. said it's like Pokemon, right? You're like capturing spirits or monster. Something? Yeah, the capturing. second one's not like that though. They completely changed it. I heard the second one was actually quite bad. Yeah. Or not not bad, but like <sighs> it's people, different. The reasons why people liked the first one, none of that is in the second. Yeah, one. they made it into it more of an action. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was because it was like a Ghibli style. Yeah, well, that, well that's, that's why, why people yeah, were right, drawn to it. Right. But then they liked the first one because of the mechanics, and then the mechanics were gutted. That makes right. sense. Right, gutted. Yeah. yeah. So, All right, we're probably over. Right, we are definitely there. All right, guys. Well, it was fun to debrief uh, current goings-on in the game industry. We have a very exciting week coming up. So next week, we will have quite a lot to discuss, I am sure. Maybe we'll try to do it earlier next week so we can get it, like, fresh off the news. You know what I mean? Like, maybe two, two uh, I don't know. We'll I mean, I'm free on Tuesday. We can do it Tuesday. We'll figure it out. All right. But uh, thank you, Justin. And thank you, Alex. Thank you, Thanks. Justin. <laughs> and we'll see you all in the next one. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.